and welcome to the Accountability Coach podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money, work less, so you can enjoy even better work-life balance. This is Ann Backrack. Today, we are honored to have a very special guest with us. Chris Attlee is a Canadian living her dream in a small beach town in California, but her dream almost didn't happen. Thankfully, she made the decision to live her life full out, put other people's expectations to the side, and got out of her own way. When she learned and shifted the disempowering beliefs that were running her life, she was able to grow her business 10 times in just 10 months and move to her dream spot by the beach with her family. Chris has a BA in psychology and is a master NLP neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. Chris enjoys sharing how our beliefs dictate every single action we take or don't take for that matter and what we can do to manifest our heart's desires. Well, because believe is one of my very favorite words, as you know, and has a big impact on how we go through life. And because success is 90% mindset, I thought she would be the perfect guest. Welcome, Chris. We so appreciate you joining us today. Aw, thank you so much. Such a warm welcome, and I'm super excited to be here today. Let's start out with after you spent a gazillion dollars learning how to run a business <laughs> and not getting to the next level and feeling stressed and overwhelmed and depleted, you said you realized that you were the common denominator in the equation. So how did you realize what your limiting beliefs were and were living in your subconscious mind? And then how did you dig your way out of that situation? I want to hear this story so bad. <laughs> well, and I may have been slightly exaggerating with a gazillion dollars, but it definitely felt like that at the time. You know, I just was signing up for so many business courses, and this was back when I'm, online marketing really wasn't even a thing yet, and I was doing so much that on paper, you would have thought that I was wildly successful with all the courses and masterminds and groups, you know, that I belong to uh, and that I was studying with, and I realized that something is off. Like I should have been a lot further ahead than I was. And I definitely was seeing some success in my business, but I wasn't where I wanted to be and knew where I could be as well. And so I finally realized that, you know, I should be by paper, you know, like I said, successful and things flowing with everything that I had learned and everything that I had studied and something was off. And it wasn't until I realized that it was me. So AKA the common denominator in all of the scenarios <laughs> that I really took a deep dive into what was going on. I had started to hear about belief systems and, you know, I was at a conference and someone said to me, Oh, you need to look into this. And it was about money beliefs. And so I ended up really taking a deep dive with a, an amazing coach that was able to help me 
who's still one of my, you know, dear friends and one of my favorite mentors. And he was able to take me through exercises in my subconscious mind to really dig out what those beliefs were that were keeping me in that place where, you know, it just felt like I couldn't cut a break, spinning my wheels, overwhelmed, trying so hard. There was no lack of trying and, you know, was keeping me in that place. And once I did that, then the floodgates opened. And so, you know, now I teach this as well, because I'm just so passionate about the power of our beliefs and how they literally dictate everything in our lives, how we make decisions, how we show up, how we take action, or sometimes don't take action behind all of that. And so that's really how I was able to shift things was was looking at what was keeping me where I was. Oh, that's awesome. So the power of a coach to really help you dig your way out of that situation once you realized that you were the common denominator holding yourself back, which is likely for most of us as we go through life. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. exactly. And that takes like a lot to be able to say, you know what? I'm the issue here, right? Instead of, no, it's this or that, the economy, or there's so many reasons or stories we can tell ourselves as to why things aren't flowing. And it always comes back to our thinking, 100%. And once we can get that, then it's super liberating and empowering as well, because we also have the power to change it. Yeah, that's, that's the most empowering thing for sure. Boy, I just got chills on that comment. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, after plateauing for four years with your business, I'm curious, yeah. what was the single most important mindset or action you had to have to really grow your business 10 times in 10 months? Yes. So for me, it really came down to uh, beliefs around worthiness that were holding me back. And of course, there's a whole slew of them once <laughs> we start digging them out. So there definitely were some beliefs, limiting beliefs in there about money and success, you know, just to give a really quick example so that it's a bit more tan tangible, you know, with the money piece, when I started working on this stuff, what I realized was I thought that wealthy people were in some way too cool for school, you know, arrogant, rude. And so I had a value conflict deep down, even though I was saying that I wanted to be successful, you know, whatever that looked like for me. And I didn't want to be that type of a person. So I was sabotaging myself, even though I was working so hard, right, at shifting it uh, or creating a different result. So anyway, it was, that was a huge one. Another huge one was around worthiness, really feeling worthy deep down. And the biggest action I took, so I, I shifted the beliefs and the biggest action was sales. And so, you know, I just think that most of us aren't taught sales from a really empowered place, at least, and truly being of service. And so I really had to shift that, which again, went back to belief, but also how learning how to do it. So it was both the skill set of it and the practical kind of tangible actions around it. And also the beliefs around it had to be shifted. 
Yeah, I totally hear you. I, I agree with you 100% on that. What was the, I'm going to use air quotes, inner work <laughs> that you had to do in order to take a stand for really being able to achieve your dreams? Yeah, you know, it kind of comes back to what I was saying before was really taking responsibility for that, that I was that common denominator. And then having that perseverance to do no matter what it took, which was this work, because it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable to look at what are these beliefs that we really believe. And once we start shifting those to an empowered place, it really does mean shifting who we're being in the world, which not everybody likes, right? Our families used to us being a certain way, um, our friends, and I'm not saying, you know, I had a lot of issues there, but even just learning how to set boundaries, that's not always well received, right? So it's, you know, when you really step into this place of feeling empowered and showing up that way, it can be tough what goes along with that. And so having the person, and this is really where I see a lot of people stopping because it does get uncomfortable, but then on the other side, it feels so empowering. You create, you know, much more loving relationships and business relationships and things like that. So it's so worth it, but it feels uncomfortable. So I would say that perseverance to do whatever it takes because you have that dream and goal that's so big inside you that you you're just willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, I even think people, even people who love us can hold us back without really realizing they're doing that because we're trying to change yes. and want something different. Yes. So true. Yeah. yeah. I always think of that crabs in the bucket analogy. Have you heard of that one before? Actually, I haven't. What, what's that? Okay, well, I don't know where it came from, and I'm, I might not say this correctly, but essentially, you know, when the crabs like to stick together. So if they're in a bucket and one is trying to get out and climb up, right, over the side, the other ones will pull them back down <laughs> and keep it there because they want it all stay together. So that I always think of that because it's like you're trying to better yourself, you're trying to grow. And then, you know, whatever we have going on in our own life is kind of trying to keep us back to where it feels safe and comfortable. Yeah, that's I'm going to use that one now from from this day forward. That totally visually <laughs> makes the point really well. Um, right. It's such a good one. You're just like, oh, crabs in the bucket. OK, yep, crabs in the bucket. <laughs> I'm using that one for sure. Um, what makes you say that success is 90 percent mindset? And then what is the other 10 percent of that? Yeah. And, you know, I think that came from Tony Robbins one time and it just totally resonated with me because the other 10%, first of all, is the skill set, right? Having the technical knowledge, um, the skills, uh, the strategy to do whatever it is we're wanting to do with our businesses. And then the 90% really is the mindset and goes back to what, you know, I was saying before where I was trying so hard. I had all the strategies. I had learned them. And that's really the difference between two people, you know, one that, or both people that have taken the same courses, done the same training, 
and one will take it and flow and create the most amazing things and the other one can't seem to make it happen. And that was me, the second one for the longest time. And really it came back down to shifting those beliefs so that then I could take the strategies and run with them. You know, that's why a lot of people will try so many things, right? Oh, just do a webinar, just do a this. And it's like, uh-uh, it's not going to work if you don't also have the belief system to go along with it. Very well said. Here's a oh, big question. You. This is a really big question. <laughs> how, <laughs> how do people know they have limiting beliefs that are actually holding them back? Because I think sometimes people don't know that they have these beliefs that are really holding them back from going to their next level, whatever that is, or from breaking through, whatever that is. So how do we know we have these? Yes, that's such a good question. And, you know, I think it really just comes to looking at where you're at. And if you're not really at the level that you want to be at and you just can't seem to get there, because, I mean, really, we're always growing, we're always striving. And if things are flowing and you, you keep reaching those goals and you keep, you know, moving up to the next step, then that's amazing, right? That's where we want to be. It's really only ourselves that get in our own way from things flowing easily like that. And so that's what I would say. If there's some kind of, you know, block with not getting there, some kinds of kind of resistance, like why isn't this working, trying hard, um, and just kind of coming up against all kinds of things that aren't allowing you to reach that next level, whatever that looks like, then there's something going on on the inside. That's where then you are the common denominator. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's right. That, that's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Always goes back to our thinking. And that's a great way to, to look at you know, what it is, like, what is the thinking or the story that I'm telling myself that's keeping me in this place? That's a really great place to start. Yeah. And the other question that I usually tell people, and you can use this both ways is, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? And then yeah. if you look at it, what's the best thing that could happen? So if you're really yeah, analyzing something, that. you know, you look at it both ways. What's the worst thing that could happen when you do this? Or what's the best thing that could happen when you do this? So you get I love that. both perspectives, which is really good. Now, once yeah. we realize we have these limiting beliefs, what's the most important action that we do first to then change that limiting belief or that record playing over and over again, if people remember what a record is, so we can, we <laughs> yes. can actually make progress? <laughs> what would be that thing that, that we need to really realize first or do first that would help us yeah yeah I love that that's such a great question um what I would do is get really clear on what it is that you want to believe instead so once you've looked at okay so I you know something's keeping me from moving to that next level and you know we're just talking about business but it could apply to anything what is the story right so we want to gain that awareness what is the belief and then the first thing we can do is create a new and empowered belief instead that we want to have. So if we realize, oh, you know what? I keep stopping when I'm tired, right? Because the subconscious mind also wants to get us to stop. It wants us to stay where we feel comfortable. So it's going to throw every 
you know, line of thinking at us to get us to try to stop. So it could be, you know, I'm too tired, even though I know going to this event or in this day and age right now, attending this Zoom <laughs> is going to be, you know, great for me, but you talk yourself out of it. Oh, I'm too tired, right? So we want to start to look at that. No, this is important. Like I have enough energy, right, to do what's important for me in the growth of my business. So you want to flip it, whatever you identify as that limiting belief, you want to flip it to a more empowered belief. Do you have any thoughts about what typically might or could prevent business owners from reaching their income goals? Yeah, I think it's just the same thing, you know, looking at what the beliefs are deep down especially around money and success. And, you know, I just ran a money makeover uh, retreat and the beliefs that people identified were just, you know, amazing to see like, oh, this is where they're getting hung up, right? And then if you can, first of all, I like to say shine a light on it, see it and then flip it to whatever you're wanting to create instead. It's amazing how fast of a shift you can have. So I would, you know, look at, start looking at specifically around income, you know, what stories you're telling yourself that are holding you back, that are keeping you there, right? And then create that empowered belief instead. And you want to affirm that over and over and over. And that's the same with any belief work, because that is the way to reprogram the subconscious mind is through consistent repetition. And then also making decisions from that place, because it's kind of one of those weird things, like what comes first, the, the chicken or the egg? Is it that we believe it and then we take a different action or do we have to take the action even though we don't quite believe it yet? And they kind of have to go hand in hand, you know, so really repeating the belief over and over and then making decisions, making decisions from that place. And you know, just checking in, like, if I did feel good enough, what action would I take? And you're kind of moving into that place of act as if, right, and acting as if you already believe it, and then you're going to create a different result. Okay, so I love that. So we're acting, okay, as if it's already happened, so we're already there. So what got us there? How do we make sure we get on that path to actually get there? Because we're already here. So what's going to get us there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And acting like you already believe it, right? Okay. So if I believed that I, let's say we're talking about income, that I deserve to be successful and have the income level, right? Believed I could create it. So what would I do that day, right? Because this is where it gets into the nitty gritty. And I know I've listened to your podcast too about taking action and the accountability piece, which is so great. And it's like, you know, talking yourself out of doing those things. If you can instead go, hey, if I did feel worthy enough, if I did feel good enough, what action would I take right now? right? I would pick up the phone. I would make that sales call. I would run that retreat. Like whatever it is that you're kind of feeling a little bit scared about, you would make yourself do it anyway. And that's really the biggest piece because again, that subconscious mind wants us to feel comfortable, right? And putting ourselves out there in business doesn't feel comfortable. So if we can 
do it anyway, right? And realize, no, it's not that scary. Then we are, we're reprogramming our subconscious mind and we're going to create a different result. Yeah, I love it. Make ourselves do it. I always tell people, put your big girl or big boy pants on and just do it. So Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so you got to have big boy pants and big girl pants to put on. So <laughs> you can yeah, actually and then make you, it happen. And then again, you've got, yeah, you've got to like have that perseverance you know what we were talking about before where you're willing to do anything to reach your goals and dreams and you're willing to get uncomfortable and so that's the perfect example because it can be really uncomfortable to put ourselves out there in business but it's like hey you know you might want to even like say I love having sales calls it's a great time for me to connect with people okay if I really believe that what action would I take right now Right. And that's where you start to show up differently. Yeah, I, I, I always say too, successful people are comfortable with being uncomfortable. So that's what I think yes. you're really saying is, is the mindset of the successful person. They just have gotten used to being uncomfortable all the time and doing things that aren't comfortable to get to where they are. And that's what we have to learn is that mindset is really you know, learning to be being comfortable with being uncomfortable, I think. <laughs> yes, I love that. And that's such a good one to have up as a belief to work on and then go, OK, if this was true, what would I? Yeah. What action would I take right now? So powerful. And just to share with everyone, my belief that I identified was my success is certain. My success is certain. So I had that everywhere, had it as a screensaver wrote it on the bathroom mirror with a Sharpie, had it on sticky notes, reminded myself of it every day. And so it was like, okay, what would I do if I knew my success was certain? And just even having that belief, like, nope, it's certain, not giving any attention to the doubt, or I like to call it a doubt spiral. And, you know, going down that path, and it was just nope, back to focusing on this, and taking action. Oh, I love that one. My success is certain. That's powerful. Yeah. Super Isn't powerful. that such a good one? I, love I know. That one. I love that one too. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, create whatever, you know, for those listening, whatever it is for you that feels good and strong and, you know, just powerful. That's great. So, what do you think are, let's say, the top three activities or things people can start doing now to help them achieve their goals and ultimately their dreams? Yes, love it. So definitely get clear. So I would say, again, number one, shine a light on the thinking that's causing you to create the lack of results, right? To stay in that place right now. And then number two would be the belief work that we talked about. So getting clear on the empowered belief instead, um, making a practice out of affirming that every day, taking action from that place. And I would even spend some time journaling what that version of you looks like. And if you don't love journaling, that's okay too. We want it to be a positive experience. <laughs> so, you know, even just thinking about it, I just find there's something powerful about handwriting. So, you know, writing it down, what, who is that version, right? So if going back to my example, if my new affirmation or belief is my success is certain, 
what does that version of me look like? How does she show up? How does she make decisions? How does she dress? Who does she surround herself with? What does her daily routine look like? All of those things so you can start to step into that version of you and you're going to create it. So that one's really powerful. And then the third one, so I'm big into the universal laws and all of that great stuff, what we put out, we get back. And what I would really say is focusing on receiving. So that's really where I see people fall short with really creating and manifesting what they want is a lot of us have an issue with receiving. We're such givers that comes naturally, but receiving can be really tough. And so I'm a huge uh, enforcer, I guess you would say, for lack of a better word, on self-care and making that a practice. Because when you value yourself and you say that you, you know, can make time for yourself now, you're making yourself a priority, that's the energy you're putting out. And you're going to get back more things in your life and your business to, fat, to value, to feel good about, like results like new clients, all of those things, because you're saying you're worthy enough. So self-care is is a huge one for me. Awesome. So how could people connect with you if they wanted more information or wanted some help? What would they do? Yeah, so I'm on social media. So definitely, you know, connecting there. And I'm always posting, um, you know, different things that help people there so Instagram and Facebook are probably the biggest ones and I also have that I would love to give everyone is a power of self-care guidebook and you can get that just through chrisatley.com backslash power and that will give you even more information around these self-care concepts and some fun client stories with you know how it's really impacted them and then what they've been able to create in their businesses. And with that, you'll also get a little invitation to our Power of Self-Care Facebook group, which I'd love to have people join as well and to, um, you know, be learning and working on these concepts. Awesome. So that's Chris Atley, C-H-R-I-S-A-T-L-E-Y.com forward slash power. Yes. Yep. And it's, short for the power of self-care. So that's the name of the guidebook and also the self-care group. If you want to just find me that way too and join us, you can do that as well. Well, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. And I think, again, belief and mindset are just so important to every day, every second of our day, how we go through our life and what we make of it. So um, I really enjoyed having you and learning from you today. Any other parting words oh, that you have? Thank you so much. Yeah, it's no, I just that was so much fun and loved sharing, and I hope that was helpful. And thank you so much for having me on. All right, great. Well, my hope for our time together with Chris is that you got value in an idea or two that will help you be even more successful, personally and professionally. Feel free to share my podcast with others as they can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English-speaking countries. And of course, if you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, subscribe to the Accountability Minute, which can be found also on most podcast platforms and in most English-speaking countries. 
you'll find the link for Chris's self-care book that she offered to you as her free gift in the show notes, along with other links to business success resources that can help you overcome limiting beliefs that you may have and create success-oriented beliefs so you can enjoy the kind of business and life you truly want. And always, always, always remember to aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day, today and every day. Thanks for listening. 